0: if you are a person who journals, or if you are a person who has these great ideas and you write down these ideas, I want to encourage you to go back and read. Go back and read what you wrote. You will be surprised at how the Lord was speaking to you, and you will also be surprised at how much you have grown and learned between the time from when you first wrote it to where you are right now. Hello, loves, and welcome to another episode of the Iron Wifey podcast where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you for joining me for another day, another Sunday, uh, another opportunity to walk in the Lord's will for our lives because this podcast is all about obedience. And our word for this year is execution. The Lord has given us so much to execute on. He has given us so many great ideas and visions and goals and plans. And so obedience is the forefront of how we can actually walk in his word, how we can execute on these things, and how we can always hear at the end of the day, well done, my good and faithful servants. Now, I'm so excited to be back before you guys this week. I will not be before you long. I know that for sure. Um, And no, this isn't going to be like a church sermon, like, oh, I won't be before you long. And then an hour later, you're like, didn't she just say that she wasn't gonna be before us long? Um, I'm not gonna be before you long because I know for the last couple of weeks we've been talking about marriage and we did a marriage matter series and yeah last week was supposed to be the wrap-up of that series Um, but the Lord revealed so much to me like so much to me you guys like a lot can happen in a week a lot can happen in like a day but a whole lot can happen in a week, and so I kind of want to share a little bit of what um, I have been working on, what has been revealed to me as well over this last week, and kind of how it applies to our year of execution, how it applies to um, being obedient in what God has called us to do. Now, I have a question for you. Have you ever wrote something down and forgot about it? It could be an idea, it could be anything, something you wanted to remember. You wrote it down and then time passed and over time, you forgot about it. Honestly, like, have you ever done that? Am I alone? (laughs) Am I the only one who's done that before? (laughs) Because I realized uh, this past week and I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram stories but I wanted to dive into this topic a lot more. Um, But I wrote something down in 2020, and I forgot about it, y'all. I, I honestly forgot about it. 2020 was a hard year for a lot of us. And for me specifically, in 2020, I lost my job. Well, let's see. Let's, I had two full-time jobs at the time. I went into one job and they said, hey, this is your last day. Uh, Here's your last check. And then on my drive home, my other job called and said, hey, yesterday was your last day. Come pick up your last check. And so I lost both jobs within 30 minutes. And this was before we knew that the world was going to shut down. This was before anything. It was just like March 23rd, bam, unemployed. Here you go. And I went home to my husband and I was like, what are we going to do? this is our streams of income, they just got cut off real quick, Um, and he was just like, God's going to provide, and so we trusted the Lord all through 2020, and y'all, when he provides, he definitely provides, (laughs) he definitely provides, Um, and so yeah, lost my jobs, dove into a, a women's Bible study group to keep me focused, and even though it was a lot of faith, it was a lot of trusting God, he did provide. He ultimately provided all throughout 2020. Like we, we weren't evicted. We were almost six months behind on rent because unemployment didn't kick in. And then they had an issue with unemployment. And so like, when I tell y'all, like I was in the unemployment office every single week, like, Hey, I know, I know y'all want your money. I, I, I promise you, I submitted unemployment, like I have proof right here, like I'm just waiting for them to pay me so I can pay y'all, you know, um, and there was so much favor, there was so much favor during that time, and even in the rental office, they were like, you know, y'all been here for years, we love you guys, we know that you guys pay your bills, we know that if you had it, you'd give it to us, so just keep checking in with us, and I was down there every single week, checking in, like, and this is for months, y'all, months. I was pretty sure we was just gonna get kicked out, but this was for months and God provided, we had favor. And then unemployment came in and parents and family sent money, even without us asking, it was just the Lord moved on their heart. So yeah, 2020 was a year of trusting. It was a year of trusting, it was very challenging. And then at the end of the year, like, you know, you go through 2020 on top of, you know, the stuff you're going through in your personal home, the world shut down, you can't really go outside everybody's contagious. If you cough, you look that crazy. um, Everything's shut down. You really can't see your family. People are getting sick. People are dying left and right. It was a rough year. It, It was a rough year for all of us. And to top off 2020, my dad committed suicide at the end of that year. So it was like, wow, okay, here's the cherry on top of the roughest year of your life, by the way. Boom, here's this. And it's crazy because During that time of 2020, while trusting God to provide, I decided to use use that time to create for Iron Wifey. You know, I um, started on this like 12 week Bible study about the business of Jesus. Like it was called about my father's business. I started that Bible study. It was posting videos online. Um, I came up with a bunch of different ideas. I mapped out the year on how it was going to look because it was like, you know what? When this pandemic is over and things open back up, I don't want to go back to my nine to five. I want to be able to do this full time. I want to be able to encourage people in Christ and create content that uplifts Jesus. And I want to be a YouTuber and a content creator and a podcaster. And I want to have clients. And I want to do this full time. I don't want to go back to my nine to five. Like I didn't want to go back to work at 80 hours a week. And so I came up with a whole game plan on how that year was going to go. And we did not do much of anything with that game plan y'all. Now, praise the Lord. Once the year lifted, I did not go back to nine to five and I did not go back to my full-time jobs. They called, they shoot, they called me last month talking about you want to come back. And I was like, mm, I'm just going to have to decline at this time. Um, gratefully, happily, happily decline. Like I'm filled with joy that I didn't have to return to that. Um, but yeah, 2020 was a rough year, but it was used that time. That time of unemployment was used for creativity. And I came up with all of these ideas. And so when I asked you, have you ever wrote something down and forgot about it? I am asking because recently a friend of mine, Jatia, she's actually been on the podcast. Um, Jatia encouraged me to go back and read my journals. And we were on this call about clarity and she was talking about the power of journaling. And she was like, you should really go back and read your journals. Like, don't just journal, but also go back and read your journals. And when I tell you guys that I found this journal from 2020 that had everything I had written down, everything, I was in awe of divine timing. Divine timing. Because when you think about God, right, we are always looking or seeking something, whether it be joy or peace or comfort or release or freedom or deliverance or finances or, you know, love. Like we're seeking something. And when we go before God with a heart that is humble, ready to receive, it's easy for us to get so caught up in seeking that we don't realize when what we have prayed for has been answered or what we don't realize that while we are seeking, God is preparing us for something or for the answer that we seek. And so in 2020, I mapped out the whole year, the whole year, you guys. And what's crazy, I'm sitting here flipping through these pages, like, what's crazy is that when I went back and read my journal, it was the year to the date. Like, I read my journal uh, last week, it was in May, and when I go back, I literally have plans and launches and course information and literally I pages and pages of ideas, just tons of different content creations like when I tell you like okay so I have a something that I wanted to start on YouTube called the living word where I turn the word of God into visuals and I have 45 ideas just on this page alone or like videos where I'm talking about fitness and there are 36 ideas of fitness videos that could be created there is a course that I wanted to launch. And so even the pricing of the course is laid out. Each module of the course is laid out. Like every single thing that I planned on doing in 2020 is literally the same thing that I plan on doing in 2021. And it's the same thing you guys That is on this vision board for 2022. It's the same thing. It's the same plans. The same plans, but 2020, I wrote them in more detail. 2020, I wrote the step by step, the how to. This was the, the 2022 vision board download that the Lord was like, This is your year of execution, and this is everything you're gonna execute on. That was I was in awe of God for giving me this on my birthday, only to realize that it wasn't just a new idea that he gave me October in 2021. No, this was an idea that he gave me in October of 2019 that I wrote down because 2020 was going to be the year that I was going to do it. In 2020 was the year that I wrote out everything on how to do it. It was the year that I wrote out everything on how to do it. And so for starters, I wanna encourage you, if you are a person who journals, or if you are a person who has these great ideas and you write down these ideas, I wanna encourage you to go back and read. Go back and read what you wrote. You will be surprised at how the Lord was speaking to you. And you will also be surprised at how much you've grown and learned between the time from when you first wrote it to where you are right now. You will be amazed. But when I tell you guys that everything that I wrote down was to the date, it was literally May, 2020. Like I wrote all this stuff down in May, 2020 and I planned out the year, planned out the entire year when I was gonna finish the book, how I was gonna market it, when it was going to be launched, when I was going to host a conference, when I was going to have podcast episodes, and seasons, like it was the how-to for the entire year of 2020 from May 2020 to December 31st, 2020. And so now that I'm here in 2022, the year of execution, my year of execution for sure, and the year that I'm believing is double blessings, not only do I have the vision board, the plan, but I have the how-to. And I've had it all along. And I would have never known that unless I went back and read, unless I kept an ear for what the Lord wanted me to do. Because I know that this is a sign to be obedient. And what's funny is that ever since I opened this journal and I read what I wrote back then, everywhere I go, you guys, I've been seeing eleven eleven. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like like my biological clock or my internal clock is literally at the time of eleven, eleven, whether it be eleven, eleven a m, eleven, eleven pm. I go outside. I'm looking at whiteboards. It's eleven, eleven. I'm looking at um, license plates. It's eleven, eleven. Everywhere I go, I've seen eleven, eleven. And I am not one to dive into like numerology. I think that's what's called, I don't know what it's called, y'all, but I'm not one to sit there and be like, oh, these numbers mean something. But I do know that numbers mean something biblically. And so I was, <laughs> don't be rude with you guys, I was a little afraid to go Google the what the significance of 1111 because I didn't want to open up Pandora's box for no spiritual stuff that I wasn't supposed to be in. Um, but I knew that it had a meaning. I knew that it had a meaning. I just didn't know what it meant. And so what I did, instead of Googling 1111 to see what all the people of the world uh, interpret that to mean um, the angel numbers and all the other stuff that I have no idea how that works. Um, instead of doing that, I typed in 1111 on my Bible app because I figured it would be a little bit safer for my spirit just to know what the Bible says about 1111 versus what the world says about 1111. It's just me, just me. You may, you may be good with all the other stuff, but I, I've been spiritually diving into the word and the more I spiritually dive into the word, the more spirits reveal themselves to me. So I ain't trying to have no more spirits in my dreams or in my home that I need to pray away. So we just go over with that. But anywho, when I typed in 1111 on the Bible app, one of the chapters that it brought up was Deuteronomy 11 and Deuteronomy 1111 actually reads and this is the NLT version, it says, rather the land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain. Verse 12 says, a land that the Lord your God cares for. He watches over through every season. And so when I read that the land that I'm going to take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain, I knew that that had something to do with the abundance that was coming my way. Because the thing about the thing about me is when I see different signs from the Lord, the Holy Spirit speaks to me many different ways, but when I see signs from the Lord like 1111, I have to acknowledge where I am or what I'm thinking about in that time, and I also have to acknowledge what I've been praying for and how that aligns with where God has me currently in this season, and so in reading that, I was like, well, shoot, This is talking about the promised land. This is talking about the land of milk and honey. This is talking about that double blessing that you have already um, claimed for this year that the the prophet had told you back in 2019 you were going to be entering into with two twos. This is talking about um, the actual answer to your prayers. And so I decided to study Deuteronomy 11, the chapter, not just the verse, because you can't just read one verse and be like, oh, answer prayers. No, you need to read the context. And what I realize is that in the context, it's all about obedience. Because Deuteronomy 11 talks about the blessings that are attached to your obedience, but it also talks about the curses that are attached to your disobedience. And I want you to hear that well. There is a blessing attached to your obedience and a curse attached to your disobedience. And so I'm going to read through this a little bit for you guys and break it down in more detail and kind of discover or discover, kind of unpack what it is that I drew from this chapter, right? So Deuteronomy 11, uh, it says, you must love the Lord your God and always obey his requirements, decrees, regulations, and commands. Keep in mind that I'm not talking now to your children who have never experienced the discipline of the Lord your God or seen his greatness and his strong and and powerful arm. They didn't see the miraculous signs and wonders he performed in Egypt against Pharaoh and all his land. They didn't see what the Lord did to the armies of Egypt and to their horses and chariots, how he drowned them in the Red Sea as they were chasing you. He destroyed them, and they have not recovered to this very day. Your children didn't see how the Lord cared for you in the wilderness until you arrived here. They didn't see what he did to Dathan or Ibaram, the sons of Eliab, a descendant of Reuben, when the earth opened its mouth in the Israelite camp and swallowed them, along with their households and tents and every living thing that belonged to them. But you have seen the Lord perform all these mighty deeds with your own eyes. <clears throat> now, that's verse 137. Um, just this, this section here, I was like, you know what? There are some things, there are some miracles that my ancestors witnessed that I didn't see. There are some things that they prayed for. There was deliverance that they prayed for to be delivered out of Egypt, to be delivered out of slavery, to witness the glory of the Lord, to be delivered into the promised land. There are so many things that they prayed for that I didn't see. I was the children, I didn't see. And so when it comes to the things that I'm praying for, there are going to be so many things that my children are born into that they didn't see. That they didn't see when the Lord brought us through 2020. That they didn't see when the Lord provided more than enough with just unemployment. They didn't see when, you know, I was on my knees praying and asking the Lord to help me and help me get through the death of my dad. They didn't see all of these things. They didn't see the Lord performing the miracles in my life. But because I saw it, because I witnessed it, because our ancestors witnessed it, and they pass those, those stories down to us, and we will pass the blessings of the Lord down to the next generation, we will be able to continue this cycle of faith. Hey guys, so I wanted to come on here real quick and apologize for the audio for this episode, because apparently I forgot to plug in the microphone. And so what you are hearing from this episode is the webcam audio converted into like old public radio. So for starters, I just want to apologize, but since I'm here, I might as well tell you about I'm a Gamer which is the apparel or merch line that my husband launched for his gaming channel. And so if you play video games or if you know someone who loves to game or if you just want to send someone a gift who is the gamer in your life, I encourage you to go check out I'm a Gamer uh, apparel line. It can be found at ironangelgaming.com. That's I-R-O-N-A-N-G-E-L-G-A-M-I-N-G.com. But uh, aside from that, I guess we can get back to this episode, but again, my apologies for not remembering to plug in the microphone. We'll definitely check on that next time. Let's get back to today's episode. All right. So verse eight, it talks about the blessings of obedience. Now it says, therefore, be careful to obey every command I'm giving you today. So you have strength to go in and take over the land you are about to enter. If you obey, You will enjoy a long life in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors and to you, their descendants, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land you are about to enter and take over is not like the land of Egypt from which you came, where you planted your seed and made irrigation ditches with your foot as a vegetable garden. Rather, the land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain, a land that the Lord your God cares for. He watches over it through each season of the year. If you carefully obey the commands I'm giving you today, and if you love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and soul, then he will send the rains in their proper season, the early and late rains, so you can bring in your harvest of grain, new wine and olive oil, and he will give you lush pasture lands for your livestock and you yourselves will have all you want to eat. That's eight through 15. Now this section of this chapter, shows me so much, so much, you guys, because I am believing that this is the year of double blessings. I still believe it. We're not even halfway through the year yet. We're only five months in. We're only five months in. And so I'm still believing that this is the year of double blessings and that there's a double portion coming our way. And this was confirmation to me that says that if I obey, if I actually obey the Lord's commands, right? This is his word. If I obey the Lord's commands, then I am going to have a long life. In the land that he swore to give my ancestors flowing with milk and honey. This is a land flowing with not just provision, but the resources to continue to provide. This is a land, he, he even said it here in verse 10, right? Uh, the land you're about to enter and take over. It's not like the land of Egypt where you came from, because in Egypt, you planted your seed And you made irrigation ditches with your foot as a vegetable garden. So, what God is going to deliver us into is not a matter of what we do with our own physical bodies. It's not a matter of the labor, you know. It's not a matter of how many hours we put in, the grind, you know. It's not a matter of what we do with our hands or how hard we work. It's not a matter of that. This is a land flowing with milk and honey. He says that this land is a land of hills and valleys. So there are going to be some ups and there are going to be some downs, but there's plenty of rain. So there is much provision. There is much watering going on throughout this season because it says that this land the Lord cares for and watches over through each season. And so regardless of whether you are in your hill, on the mountaintop, in the prime of your prime, or if you are in the valley, he is still going to provide you this this abundance because this is the land of milk and honey. This is the promised land that he has delivered you and your ancestors into. And he confirms that with verse 13, where he says he's gonna send the rains in their proper season, early and late rains. So whether we receive our blessing, this double blessing that we're expecting today, or whether we receive it on December 31st, the late rain or the early rain um we know that there is a harvest coming our way but all of this is if we are obedient now the latter talks about disobedience right so we've gone through verses 1 through 15 but in verse 16 it talks about the curse of disobedience <clears throat> now it says but be careful. Don't let your heart be deceived so that you turn away from the Lord and serve and worship other gods. If you do, the Lord's anger will burn against you. He will shut up the sky and hold back the rain, and the ground will fail to produce its harvest. Then you will quickly die in that good land that the Lord is giving you. So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of mine. Tie them to your hands, wear them on your foreheads, teach them to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road, when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Write them on the doorpost of your home and on your gates so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land toward to give your ancestors. And that stops at verse 21. So here we see that if we are not obedient, if we do not obey the Lord, if we allow our hearts to be deceived... If we turn away from serving God and worshiping God and serving other gods, it says right here that if we do that, the Lord's anger will burn against us. I don't want the Lord's anger burning against me. I don't. That is not something that I'm looking forward to. So I would much rather be obedient. But it also continues to say that not only will his anger burn against you, he will shut up the sky, hold back the rain and the ground will fail to produce its harvest. Then he said, you'll quickly die in that good land. So not only does disobedience start with deception, but it is a result of us worshiping other gods. And those other gods can be the provision itself. It can be money, it can be power, it can be authority. It can be attention, acknowledgement. When we worship other gods, they don't have to be other people's religions. Other gods is anything that you put before God. So when we worship other gods, we ignite that, that fire. We ignite the, the Lord's anger to burn against us. We ignite that, that slip up to where he can shut up the sky and hold back the rain and make sure that what, everything that we try to do fails, that we don't produce a harvest that we die spiritually, even though the land is still fertile, even though this is still our season of abundance. If we disobey, there is a curse. And so verse 22 picks up and it says, be careful to obey the commands I'm giving you. Show love to the Lord your God by walking in his ways and holding tightly to him. Then the Lord will drive out the nations ahead of you, though they are much stronger and greater, and you will take over that land. Wherever you set your foot, that land be yours. Your frontiers will stretch from the wilderness in the south to Lebanon in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you, for the Lord your God will cause the people to fear and dread you as he promised you wherever you go. And he says in verse 26, look, today I'm giving you a choice between a blessing and a curse. You will be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today but you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from him and worship gods you have not known before. So when the Lord brings you into this land and helps you take possession of it, you must pronounce the blessing at Mount Gerizim and the curse at Mount Ebal. For you are about to cross the Jordan River to take over the land the Lord is giving you. And when you take that land and are living in it, you must be careful to obey all the decrees and regulations I am giving you today. So we just read through Deuteronomy 11, whole chapter. And we see here that we have a choice. We have a choice between blessings or curses. And so when I came to this notebook and I saw all of the plans that the Lord had laid before me, all of the ideas, all of the visions, all of the goals, from May all the way through December, and after seeing that, I kept seeing 11 and what I tell you guys, I keep seeing it, I mean, like, I, at this point, I take pictures every time I see it, because I know that there's significance, and a friend of mine actually told me, check your thoughts, when you noticed 1111. 11 check what you were talking about, check what you were thinking about, like, because there's, there's a reason behind it, so be aware of your thoughts, but when I tell you guys that The fact that I keep seeing that, it's just a reminder for me to be obedient. It's just a reminder. Because we are five months through the year. I'm not saying that, you know, the time is coming to an end and we've already wasted four months without doing much. Like, no, no, no. I mean, like, we're five months, meaning that this is the season. This is the season. Our blessing is on the way but it's a choice that we can make. And now seeing where the Lord has me, now seeing just spiritually where I am, I realize that there is something coming. I don't know what's coming, y'all. I don't know when it's coming, but there's something coming that is a result of my obedience. There's something coming that is going to be a result of my obedience. And so I want to encourage you today to, as the word says, obey the commands and decrees of the Lord, your God. Obey all of them. Don't worship other gods that you haven't known before. Don't go seeking other answers in other places because it hasn't come yet. Remain faithful. Be persistent in prayer. Advocate, allow the Holy Spirit to advocate on your behalf, but also advocate for yourself by petitioning the Lord in prayer for what it is that you desire of him, whatever that is. But most importantly, make sure that you're obedient because your obedience is far greater than your sacrifice. It's not a matter of how much you give away or how much you give to the Lord. It's a matter of how much you obey what he's telling you to do. And so I want to encourage you today that there is a blessing attached to your obedience. I know I'm talking to you about it, but I'm also talking to myself. There is is a blessing attached to our obedience. And if you happen to see 1111, like I see 1111 right now, be aware, as Deuteronomy 1111 says, The land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain. God has plenty to give us. This is a land flowing with milk and honey. This is a land of abundance. This is a land that was swore to our ancestors. This is the answer to our prayers. We just have to be obedient. We have to be obedient. And so before I let you guys go today, I want to share something with you because... When I tell you that this going through my old notebook um, has truly blessed me, not just the ideas that have been given to me by the Lord, um, but just everything, everything in this notebook. It's like pure gold. It's like, how did I not see this before? Um, But there is actually, um, there was a conversation. I had a conversation with my dad in May 2020. Like, I don't know what date this was, but I literally wrote down like 5:20, and I don't know why I didn't write down the date and I don't know why the Lord led me to write down this conversation I don't know why like word for word I wrote down the whole conversation I had with my dad in 2020 lo and behold he passed away the end of 2020 so it's just how the Holy Spirit prepares us for different things but I had a conversation with my dad May of 2020 so to the date like this time two years ago before he passed. Um, And this is what he told me. He said, Michaela, the Lord wants to use you as a vessel. And for so long, you've been carrying a load. It's time to even the load. The Lord is preparing you for a new season, a new direction. And he's getting both you and Duran ready for it. What you're going through right now, God sees it. He doesn't want you to go through this anymore. He doesn't want you to struggle. Get ready for your new season, it's coming. God wants to use you and you need to be ready. These are words that my dad told me, quote by quote. Literally, I wrote down the whole conversation and I praise the Lord that I did because this was confirmation for me in the season of my life regarding me seeking the Lord and regarding what it is I've been praying for, but to receive, confirmation from my dad, two years after he's already gone, because of a conversation we had two years prior to the date, it just goes to show me that this is the season. This is the season that the Lord is going to, he's going to answer, and that he's going to use me in a mighty way, which is something my dad told me before he passed. He said, the Lord's going to use you in a mighty way, and so I know that God prepared me for this. I mean, in 2020, it goes to show that God prepared me for this. Um, And it also just goes to show that even though things happen in the moment, we never know how God's gonna use them in the future. We never know. When I was sitting here writing down all this stuff from 2020, I could only see 2020. I couldn't see what 2022 had in store. I couldn't see that today on May 22, 2022, Jesus, see that? Look at that. It's the 22nd, 2022, that there was going to be a word that I would deliver to his people about obedience and how on this, on how it's two-sided, how there's obedience and there's disobedience and that your blessing is regarding your obedience. I didn't see this, just like how the chapter opened up on how the Israelites, it's, it wasn't about their children. Their children didn't see the signs and wonders. Their children didn't see what the Lord did at the Red Sea when he parted it and delivered them from Egypt. The children didn't see it. And when it comes to the Lord, when we're in the moment, we don't see what's coming. We don't see what he has in store for the next year or the next two years. We don't see what he has for us or down the pipeline. We don't see it. We believe it, we have faith, but we don't actually see it until it happens. And so now, May 22nd, 2022, here I am delivering a word that says that there is going to be a rain pour or a rainfall. There's going to be plenty of rain coming our way, plenty of rain that has a lot to do with our obedience. And like Deuteronomy 11 said, we have a choice. We can choose to receive the blessings or we can choose to receive the curse. But well, either way, we're either going to choose to obey or we're going to choose to disobey. And so i ask for your prayer. I ask that you pray for me and my husband in this season for there is a blessing attached to our obedience and there is something coming our way. Like I said, I don't know what it is. I don't see it. I can just sense it. I just spiritually sense that something great it's going to happen very soon, but I also would love prayer that I continue to remain obedient to God's word, that I don't go out and you know worship other gods as the words say, that I don't go out and turn away from God, that I don't get impatient with an answer not happening. Like I just, I ask for your prayers in this season uh, because even though my dad brought confirmation, with how the Lord is going to even the load and He's preparing me for a new season and a new direction. I also know that with new beginnings and new direction that requires change. And so that change, I just need to be completely reliant on God and what he has for me. And so, yeah, I guess that kind of goes in line with our year of execution, you know, as we execute, there is a double blessing attached. And so it comes full circle. From everything we've been talking about to from the beginning of the year till now, it comes full circle. This is the year of execution. And this is also the year of double blessings. But in order to execute, we have to be obedient. And in order to receive those blessings, we have to execute. And so let's execute on what God has called us to do. If you don't know what that is, ask the Lord to reveal it to you. Because when I asked the Lord to reveal it to me, he brought up a notebook with a whole bunch of plans and a whole bunch of ideas and a whole bunch of things that I'm supposed to do from May to December. So I guess I got to get to work, (laughs) y'all. I guess I got to get to work. So uh, on that note, I'm going to go get some work done. But yeah, know that I love you. Know that I'm praying for you. Know that this is still the year of execution, the year of double blessings and that God has something great in store. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. I can already feel it. So let me go ahead and get off here and be obedient and get to work and do what I need to do. But I love you guys. I am praying for you always. Continue to sharpen one another in Christ. And until next time, I will see you guys next Sunday, Laura willing. next Sunday for another episode of the Iron Wifey Podcast. Bye.